Joined by Lewis Vaughan. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Aye, good, thanks. Thanks a lot for coming on. Aye, no worries. No problem. Um, just want to go back to the start with you and ask you what your early football memories are. Um, probably just playing at school and playing for my first uh, local boys club team called Inch Colts. Um, it's just a, a local area where I'm free called Inch, um, a small place in Edinburgh. Um, I counsel a state, I played boys club for a team called Inch Colts. Um, that's probably my earliest memory of playing football and playing football in the park with my pals on the, the hard gravel pitches and the and the grass pitches in the park. And how did it come about that you ended up getting picked up by race on the 14s? Uh, I played I played for Inch Colts for a <clears throat> my boys' club team for a few years. And I left I left Inch Colts to sign for Hearts when I was eight. I was at Hearts for uh, seven, six or seven years I was at Hearts for um, just for under nines all the way to under 14s. Um, I left Hearts under 14s and I signed, actually signed for Leaf Athletic Boys Club for half a season um, and played for Leaf Athletic. When, at the point where I left Hearts, I just kind of wasn't playing much and I decided to leave to go and play football and enjoy football again with my mates. Um, and most of my mates for school were playing at Leaf Athletic. They were probably the top boys club at my age at the time. Um, I ended up signing for Leaf uh, for the last six months of the season uh, just to get back enjoying football again. As I said, I wasn't enjoying it. I wanted to get back playing, winning trophies with my mates. Like my mates were coming into school and having all these medals and stuff. Um, and I wasn't doing it because I was at Pro Youth by Hearts. And at that time, there wasn't much competition at Pro Youth level. Um, so I decided to, to take almost a six-month stint out and go back to the boys' club and just get my feet back on the ground and enjoy playing football again. And how did that uh, compare going to Pro Youth to boys' club? I, I loved it because boys' club, believe it or not, was so much more competitive because you're actually playing for proper points and proper cups were at the time at Hearts at Pro Youth it's a lot different now but there wasn't so much as a league table or any cups or anything it was just almost like no friendly games but there was no proper stand-ins if that makes sense Um, so I, I loved going back to Boys Club for six months it was probably one of the best things I did to be, to be fair Um, the Boys Club team at Leaf Athletic at the time were unbelievable probably one of the best teams in Scotland we got to the Scottish Cup final and Ended up getting beat off Dice Boys Club 3 2 in the final in extra time. So um, I think we won six out of seven cups that season. So I loved it going back to Boys Club and playing with my mates. It was so it was enjoyable for me. Um, would you advise um, boys that were at you know, a similar age to you when you signed for Hearts to go to play, play for that age or just enjoy Boys Club while you can? Um, I would advise going, I, especially when big clubs like that come knocking, you're never going to turn them down. But I learned so much at Hearts just for the professional side of the game. Obviously, boys clubs are a bit more laid back and isn't as professional, but just it's just it's just a different world when you you play for a big club like Hearts. It's just even at such a young age, it, they just had everything, and I learned so much for the coaches at Hearts at the time. I had numerous coaches there, um, and I learned so much. And my fitness was unbelievable, and it kind of set me off in good stead. Even though I went back to boys club, it. It learned, I learned a lot about the game at Hearts. Drink that spell at least um, when you went to Rafe, drink that kind of helps kick on because you've been enjoying it a lot more again. Definitely, I As I said, I wasn't enjoying it at the time. And when I went back to Leaf, I kind of opened my eyes a wee bit to say, like, I don't know what to get used to playing boys club. All right, I took a, a six-month suit to go back and enjoy my football game. But I always had that fight in me and the fire in me to go back to playing professionally. What was kind of the pathway at Rafe to making your debut against Morton? Aye, well, I left, 
I left Leaf at under 15 to shine for Rafe. Um, and I played for Rafe under 15s for six months. Sorry, I, I six months, and then I left the 15s and signed, uh, left Rafe under 15s, went to the under 17s. And I played two games or three games for under 17s. And that's when John McGuinn came to a under 17s game in Bathgate and he seen me play. And the next game, we called him for the under 20s. So I only played, I was 16 year old playing under 20s football, which probably gave me a massive learning curve as well. I was played, we had quite a good team at under 20s at Rafe. We had uh, a few boys still playing. It was myself, um, Ross Callahan. Uh, Ross Laidlaw, David Bates, Liam Gordon, um, there's some Ross Matthews. So we had quite a good team. Um, there's quite a, a, a good few names there. It's a very good team at that age. Overs, um, so I played at race on the 20s for, I think it was six months. And then when I left school in December, I signed my first professional contract with Race Rovers on... I must have been, that'll be 10, in 2012, January 2012, I signed my first two-year contract, two-and-a-half-year apprenticeship with Wraith Rovers in January 2012. And it was John McGunn who gave me the, the, the contract. What was it like making your debut against Morton at 16? Were you nervous? Or yeah, amazing. I, I, that, was, that was unbelievable. I, it came a bit out of the blue. Obviously, I'd only signed in the January, so um, 16 to make my debut in the Championship, it was... It was amazing to be fair. I was quite nervous, but um, I think it was three 0 at the time. Um, but no, it was just amazing to 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 make my professional debut. When did you start kind of feeling like a first team player at Riff? When did you start to settle into that role? Um, it wasn't until I got a proper run in the team, which was under Grant Murray. It must have been about three years after that I signed my first contract. Um. I, I was I was in and out of the first team. I was always involved in the squads and stuff after that season, after probably the 2013 season, 2013-2014, when John McGuinn left and went to Hearts. He left in the summer I had just signed after he gave me my debut, actually, I left the club to go to Hearts, and that's when Grant Murray and Laurie Ellis got the job. And I was always in and out. I'd maybe play a game and I'd be on the bench for a few, whatever, um, come on as a sub and stuff. Um. But it wasn't until I started, I thought I was an established first team player until uh, probably about 2015, 2016 maybe, um, where I actually played the last six months of the season and scored a good few goals and got a good 12, 13 starts under my belt. I really thought that was when I kind of established myself. Even though I was already involved in scoring goals now and then and coming on as a sub, but I wasn't, wasn't really a mainstay until the second half of that season I. And what what um more senior players would kind of help you when you were coming through the race? Um, guys like Calum Elliott, Liam Fox, um, Jason Thompson, um, Kevin Cuthbert was a goalie. Um, I think I think it's Joe Hamler's stuff you put that as well. Brian Graham, um, John Bird was one of them as well. So, uh, they had good players at Rift uh, to learn from. Um, the boys were always brilliant with me, to be fair. And I know you weren't involved in the squad um, for the final, but what was it like when um, when Wraith won the Ramsons Cup? What was it like to kind of be in the squad then? Hi, I was obviously... Uh, I'd played the rounds before that. Um, 
and I was always on the bench and involved in anger, but actually started the quarter final against Falkirk. But I wasn't involved that day because of the as I said, I was involved, I was in and out of the squads and the teams and stuff, and there was only five subs I on the bench that day. So yeah, I was left at the squad, so it was hard to take, but it was just unbelievable the day that I hadn't never expected Rafe to win that. Um it was a total shot, but as you've seen for the, the celebrations after it was it was unbelievable, it was a special day. I think it made it more special the fact that it was Rangers that he's been. A hundred percent, aye, definitely. Um, and fast forward a couple of years, um, your loan moved to Dumbarton. How did that end up coming about? Aye, aye. Well, as I've said, that towards the end of that season, after the season after that, I think it was fourteen, fifteen. That's when I, uh, I started playing consistently. Um, is that right? Um, aye, I started playing consistently. I scored a few goals and stuff, but it wasn't until the next game season. Um, my loan moved to Dumbarton. I'm sorry, I've lost track here. I, um, I, before that, I played, I played as I said, that six months of the season, I scored a good few goals, nine, ten goals. And it wasn't until the season after that, that was when Grant Murray and Laurie um, left the club and Graham McKinnon came in. And I managed to play the first two or three games of that season. Um, and I scored goals and Ray McKinnon actually was brilliant to me. He pulled me in and said he's, I, was, I was going to play, I was he was going to build my team around me and I was going to be his main number one striker. And uh, he was brilliant for me. And unfortunately, three games in, in the 2015-16 season, I think that's when I first, I did my first ACL. Um, I was against Albion Overs at home. I remember it perfectly. I just scored a penalty and I just went to change direction. Um, crumble, basically. And that was my first ACL, 2015-16 on my right knee. And I missed out the full season. So it was hard to take because I, I kind of seen that as my... I was a mainstay in the team for the first game of the season. I felt like I was going to play the full season my chance to kick on and score as many goals as I can and potentially looking to get a move at a bigger, to a bigger club. Um, and it, it was really hard to take that one because I had never had an injury before that. It was, it just came out of the blue. I'd never had an injury. I didn't know what a, a ACL ligament was. I didn't have a clue what it was. And I remember the physio phone of me saying that I'd done it and I just, I was like, sorry, what, what's that, mate? I didn't know what that is. And he told me and then he just basically told me the ins and outs and I'd be out for a long time. I need to get surgery, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was pro- it was so hard to take because I was only six, I was only 17, 18 at the time. And it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks, to be honest, because I had never, like, as I said, I'd never been injured before. And to play football my whole life, for like six or seven, all the way through to 17, 18, all I've known and all I've done is played football to get taken away from me. And the drink and I was just, it was hard to take, to be fair. It was heartbreaking. So that was probably my biggest, my biggest hit in football, probably, because it was just, I was just, wasn't used to it. It was just such a, uh, a curveball at me. I didn't have any injuries, like I said, so that was probably my most difficult moment. Uh, and I missed the full season due to that. And when, it wasn't until I came back that Ray McKinnon moved on and I was ready for the new season when Gary Locke got the job as manager. And I'm back fit this, by this point. I think this is 16-17. I'm back fit, flying, ready to go. had a good pre-season. And I played, actually played the first 9-10 games under Locke and scored a couple of goals. But I was maybe had a bit of hangover for the injury and just wasn't wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't ready. I just wasn't really confident in myself and my and my knee because I hadn't been it for I'd been it for so long. But even then, I still deserved felt like I deserved a place in the team. I still deserved to play. Um, and I ended up getting an injury around about October time. Um, I think it was just a wee thigh strain or something. Um, and I couldn't. I obviously missed a few few weeks and I couldn't get myself back in the team. Couldn't get myself back in the team. 
Um, and it was it came to about December time, and I suddenly kicked the ball. I, I wasn't playing. I was on the bench, coming on 10, 15 minutes here and there. But I just went and said to Lockie in January, I need to go on loan. I've I missed a year of my career last year. I need to get back playing football. And that's where the Dumbarton loan move came in. Um, at the time when I went on loan to Dumbarton, it wasn't, a, it wasn't really like... Nobody one, nobody one really raised eyebrows at that because Dumbarton were doing the bottom of the table at that point and we were flying high and third or fourth or something. Um, so and There wasn't really any competition between the two. But when I signed for Dumbarton, the more games myself and Dumbarton won, the more games that Rafe lost. Obviously, Lockie got sacked. Yogi came in. Um, at this point, I'm still on loan. I think Yogi tried to get me back, but he couldn't. Um, and they ended up just getting closer and closer. How strange like, was it for you, the fact that essentially when you were doing well for Dumbarton, it was kind of dragging Rafe further and further, didn't it? Aye. Aye, it was hard to take, obviously. Um as I said at the time, no one even thought two two ways about it. It was it was kind of fine because there was so much so much a gap in between the two. But as I said, I was obviously part time at Dumbarton. And, uh, I was going to Rafe on the Monday and Friday, so I was still training with Rafe even though I was going to Dumbarton. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to take if we had one on the Saturday and Rafe had lost. I'd go on the the Monday and I'd be buzzing and the boys would be raging because they got beaten. They were found it stuffing on the table and Dumbarton were climbing the table. And before we knew it, it was the two who were going to be in the relegation in playoffs and it was it was weird as I said that going to Rafe and the boys were unhappy and it was difficult to take bear in mind I'm only 18 at this point as well Aye. so I didn't think I've came through the youth ranks at Rafe as well so it was hard for me like almost well technically relegate my own club it was difficult it was I wouldn't want another footballer to be in that position because it was horrible especially at such a young age and I've had some experiences with injuries and loan moves that some players would never experience in their whole career. And I know John Hughes was kind of quoted at the time by saying that he could really do you back. Was there never yeah. a chance of that happening or was it just out with the window and that was it? I think it, I think it a bit of both. I think it was out with the window and I think there wasn't a callback in the, in the loan agreement. So, so I think there was. I think he maybe tried, but I, I think it was ever going to happen. So when, uh, when Wraith went to drink that, almost in a selfish way, helped you kick on personally? Uh, nah, I wouldn't say so on that because I think if they stayed up, I would have kicked on anyway. Um, at Dumbarton, it kind of, it kind of made me realise that when I go on long a part time team and I seen boys come in f- to training with their work clothes on and their work gear and that, I was like, I don't know what to be doing that. I want to stay full time. Um, it kind of opened my eyes a wee bit to the lower leagues almost, and I had a great spell at Dumbarton. I, f- I absolutely loved Dumbarton. It was brilliant. Um, I went there and played games and scored goals and. Unfortunately, I remember scoring at Tannadice and it was the game, I think it was the second last game of the season and we were playing on BBC Albert half five and Rafe were playing at three o'clock at St Mirren and Rafe actually got beaten. Dumbarton just needed a point to stay in the league and it was Marcel that scored the point. Uh, Marcel that scored the goal at Tannadice in the 78th minute or something to, to draw 2-2 with United at Tannadice and it, that was the point that kept Dumbarton, uh, Dumbarton in the league and Rafe in the relegation playoffs. So, it was weird. It was unbelievable. It was, as I said, I wouldn't wish MD to be in, in our professional player to be in that position because it wasn't nice. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm a professional and I had to do my job. How did you even feel then? Like, it's so bittersweet. You, you probably almost felt guilty at the same time scoring. Aye, it was. Aye. At the time, I didn't know that what the Rafe game finished because, as I said, we were at half five on Alba. So 
I didn't know the final score of the Rafe game. Um, so, ah, it's, uh, it wasn't nice. And when you went down to League One, uh, what would you say the main differences and standards were there, there in the championship? Um, probably the quality, to be fair, and the pitches and stuff you're playing on. The pitches in the stadiums weren't as nice, they weren't as good. And as I said, that opened my eyes as well. I felt that the club was far too big and we had too many good players to be in League One. We should never have been in that League One. And, uh, I think when Barry Smith came on, came in, he, he stressed to me that he wanted me to stay at the club and help them get back to the championship. And I was more than happy to do so. And I had a very successful season in that season in League One. Was there any chance to move on at that time? Uh, I think there was a few bits of speculation after that summer, uh, after that season in League One season. It was, I think I played every game apart from one and scored. Uh, I think it was twenty six goals or something. So mm. I think there was a wee bit I, but there was nothing in concrete and I didn't, nothing ever came through. So um, I, I finished my season at League One and be rafe and uh, we missed it in the last day of the season at home to Alwa. Um, I think we just needed to beat Alwa at home and. We ended up drawing him and we lost the league on the last day, which was hard to take as well. I think they were kind of in League One for too long, spending a few seasons there. Like you I said, think so. I think we should, have, we should have went up right away. As soon as we went down, we should have bounced straight back up. It wasn't to be. I felt like we deserved to get back up, but credit to early, they kept going to the last game and they got the rewards at the end of the game and end of the season when we drew 0 well and they beat uh, Albion Overs, I think it was. So uh, it was hard to take that season. We put so much into it and um, we just uh, felt the, the final hurdle. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Kevin Nisbet as well. When you played with Rafe, did you tell he was going to be as good as he is now? Aye. Aye, I thought Nisbet was different class. Uh, I love, used to love I didn't play too much with Nisbet. I think I played uh, seven or eight games with Nisbet, but I loved playing with Nisbet. We were kind of in the same wavelength. Um, a great striker to play, and he could have different, and he could run, he could turn, he could shoot, he could tell ball, whole balls in, he could link and play off him, so... I used to love playing Menezes, and I always thought he would go to a higher level. And I can't have you on and no talk about your hat trick against them, Kevin. Talk me through <laughs> that. Um, I think we were still in League One at the time, and Dunfermline we were in the Championship. Um, I think it was a Scottish Cup fourth round or something. Um, uh, it was that was a, an amazing day to be fair. It's probably the best day in my career so far. Um, no many people can say they've scored a hat trick in a five derby, so. Um, it was amazing and the stadium was sold out. It was just an amazing night and all my, my friends and family were there so all my mates came through the game as well. So um, that was probably an, that was an amazing day. Aye. Obviously, you just got promoted that season as well. Um, aye. Do you think that Scottish Cup game and knowing the fact you could beat clubs like Dunfermline, do you think that kind of gave you confidence going up? Possibly, aye. Um, aye, possibly in the next again season you've seen that we were when we did go up and we, we, we held our own and we got into the, the, the playoffs of the championship and we got we done unbelievable that season as well. So I possibly just for after that Dunfermline game, uh, a week later, for the best day of my career and one Saturday to a week later I'd done my second day at Breakin and and um like as I said, for for seven days for my best I was high as a kite on cloud nine, the best day of my career to seven days later I'd done my second day CL line in a hospital bed. So it just shows you how quick football can change and how quick life can change. So, yeah, I'll never take playing football for granted, especially after it shows you how quick things can change. Definitely. Um, so, on to the next season, uh, first season back in the Championship, finishing the yeah. playoffs, like you said, 
Was that a surprise to you, or did you think that you could go and do that? I before before that one, obviously, I done my my second ACL at Breaker, and then I came back after a year out, and I played two or three games. And then I did, that's that was in the season before the championship. I done my my third ACL after two games of coming back. I think it was two and a half games. Yeah, I just scored two goals as well the games before that, and then that's when I done my my third ACL on my right side. Um, I was away to four for we winning two one. I actually just scored. So I after three games I'd been out for a year. I came back and done it again. So I missed out that whole su- the end of the season in League One. And I came back. I came back um, January. Just twenty twenty one, I think it was last. I when we got back in the, the the season that you're talking about, just got back in the championship, and um, we started off so well. Um, we started off unbelievable. To be fair, we were up, I think we we're in first second place the whole season until the end of it. So I thought the boys were a different class that season. I came back that in January, just passed, and I managed to play near enough every game towards the end of the season. Um, scored a few goals. Done well in the playoffs and stuff. So, I uh, last season was as uh, we're definitely punching them over it. And would you look back on that as a season to be proud of for us? Oh, 100%. To come up for League One and do what we've done in the Championship, it'll be hard to hard to to redo again. Um, as I said, we got to the, the semi final of the playoffs to get in the Premiership. So, it's unbelievable. All the teams that we've played, we've, we've beat Hearts at Tynecastle, beat Dundee, um, beat Dunfermline into the Fife Derby. Um, I'm merely convinced that it was on TV and in the playoffs, so it was just more than a successful season for Rafe. It's definitely punched another weight. And uh, Dundee just kind of ended up having too much over the two legs. Aye, possibly. Aye, in the um, in the first playoff game at Dunfermline, I always felt confident against Dunfermline because a few weeks before that we had skipped on five one on TV. So I always felt good going into the playoff games. To be fair, I'd scored a double in that game and. To be fair, every time I play against them, when I see me score, so uh, I was always confident going into that game, into the playoff games. The first game was non nil at East End, they kind of held us out, and they were actually maybe the probably slightly had a bit more chances on that night. But when we got home for the second leg, and it was non nil, I was always confident. And, uh, I managed to score again, and we won 2 0, and we went through this semi final against Dundee. Um, we knew it was going to be hard, but I always. Fa- I knew it was going to be hard, but Dundee, uh, the boys just had a bit too much for us in the end. Um, the first leg probably killed us, getting beat 3-0 at home. Um, although saying that, the ref didn't do us any favours, but um, we'll not talk about that. So um, We ended up going away to Dens and get 3-0 down, and we, I managed to score myself in the first 20 minutes, um, which got us back in the game. And you know, If we managed to get another one, then it, you never know anything could have happened, but it wasn't meant to be, so... To get to the semi-final, the, to get into the Premiership playoffs is, is a great achievement for the club, especially coming up for League One. And obviously working under John McGlynn that season and now, um, what's he like to work under? Yeah, amazing. Uh, the gaffer's brilliant. He's been absolutely unbelievable for me. Um, through my injuries and through the support of me and giving me everything that I've needed. Um, he's been unbelievable for me and he's unbelievable for the club. I think he's a massive asset to the club and um, Ray Throws are very lucky to have him. Um, and I you could definitely manage at a higher level, there's no doubt about that. And um, you've touched on it a wee bit earlier, and um, I didn't want to dwell too much on it, so I think it's unfair on you, but just got um, your fourth ACL. Um, aye. 
obviously there's a slightly big emphasis on mental health and that and now just how how difficult has that been for you getting that news? Ah, it's obviously difficult. Um I done just done my fourth one in training that a few weeks ago, so it's difficult. I never seen it happening. It's uncontrollable. I didn't see it. There was no indication that it was going to happen. So it's hard to take. Um it's hard at times. It's not, it's not, I'm not going to lie and sit here and say it's easy because it's difficult. It's probably the hardest thing I've had to do in my life. But I've done it three times before, so I'll try my best to do it again. And how's your recovery going? All right, just now I, I'm just taking it easy now, icing my knee and trying to get the swelling down and get the full range of motion back before I can get the surgery. Um, the surgery is booked in for the end of October, so um, just chilling out till then, try to get my my walking routine back to normal and um, be ready for the operation on the end of October and hopefully it's a su- successful surgery. And it's kind of been well documented the fact that you've got such a good relationship with Rafe. Um, uh-huh. You've been loyal to them at times, I presume, um, and they've been good to you, obviously, with the rehab and stuff like that. Is that uh, just mainly, do, do you feel as if you have to be loyal with them due to that or? Uh, a bit of both to be fair it works both ways the club have been absolutely unbelievable for me um, if they give, give me everything I need to looking after me if um, sorting operations out for me scans everything like this it's, people didn't see this behind the scenes but um, the stuff that the club have done for me and stuck by me there's no many clubs that would stick by a player after four ACLs so um, Ray for absolute credit to themselves and I appreciate everything they've done for me so um Aye, loyalty um, goes a long way in football, isn't it much of it these days, so I do appreciate everything they've done for me. And if it's all right with you, we'll finish with uh, quick five questions. Aye, sound aye. So your best mate in football? Uh, my best mate in football probably be Ross Callahan. Your favourite goal? Uh, I'll put I'll say Ross Callahan and Regan Hendry the last couple of years. Right, okay. I'll start, start morning. Your favourite goal? Uh, my favourite goal, I've got a few. Maybe my debut goal, my first goal for Ray for the winner, uh, the winner against Tibbs in this championship in 2016 or my third goal against Dunfermline for the hat-trick. The best, One stadium. Of best stadium you've played at? Uh, Hamden or Ibrox. The best player you've played against? Against... Um, I'd probably say Harris Vukic when he was on Monty Rangers. He was very good. That's uh, a good shout, that. I thought he was... Uh, he was unbelievable. I mind playing against him at Ibrox and uh, I think we got battered that game and he was unbelievable. I Personally, I couldn't get near him and I just thought, if that's the level I need to get to, then I'm playing because he's, he's on a different level. Your biggest achievement in football? Um... Probably coming back for three ACLs, hopefully going to come back for four ACLs and there's no many players that can say they've came back for four ACLs, so hopefully I'll be able to do that. The biggest moaner that you've played with? Um, good question. Uh, Ian Davidson. And the best five-a-side team the players have played with and why? Oh. <laughs> best five, so am I picking a goalie? Aye. Uh, goalie, I'll have to go for Jamie McDonald. I'll have to go for Jamie McDonald. I think he's been unbelievable since he came to the club and his performances have probably shown that. Um, 
I'll go one defender. I'll go for uh, Kyle Benedictus. I'll go for a certain half. I'll go two in midfield. I'll go Ross Callahan and Regan Hendry. Um, a bit of legs in there and a bit of a ball player. So we'll go they two and I'll pick one striker, which will be myself. You can be yourself. Go for that. <laughs> That'd be my, my, my five-a-side team. Oh, man, mate, thanks a lot for coming on. No worries, mate, that's fine. No problem.